Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Live from an abandoned gymnasium here on board the Hyperion 3, <laughs> we present a wheezing groaning sound, quite possibly the only Doctor Who podcast to be made by three nervous men who forgot their PE kit and so have been forced to do a vervoid zumba class in their pants. <laughs> ah! <laughs> oh, I am poor goat yoga phobic Litchfield, and in the corner, oiling up their pecs and glutes, a Commodore Tom Neenan and a pot plant with a fanny for a face. It's John Ray. Hey, hello. Hello. Oh, so, gentlemen, put down your Kimber egg. Kinder egg is category mm. Kimber. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, this is awful. Put the 50p in Demeter. It's a category Demeter. <laughs> <laughs> and never celebrate Halloween during the fifth month of the year. Because that would include May. Oh, that would include Matrix. The Matrix. Tricks. Oh my my God. Yep, yep, yep. I wasn't even hungover when I wrote that. It's time. It's time and it's about time that we Mm. got knee deep into the terror of the Vervoids. Whoa. Wow. Mm. Now, let let me take you back. Gentlemen, not not as far as we went back with our first choice last week with um Tom. That yes, was nineteen sixty six. We're now mm. going back to Saturday the first of November nineteen eighty six. Whoa. Yes, for the first part of Terror of the Vervoids, which is the ninth part of the Trial of the Time Lord series story arc. The mm. thrilling it, it, the thrilling serial the, the, Trial the thrilling of the Time Lord. court case that is. <laughs> <laughs> I object! S- Objection sustained. Oh god, how many of these are twelve? Shit. Anyway, so if you're watching BBC One at nine AM, you'd be you'd be starting off your day with Saturday Superstore. Yes. It says here, um, top mechanics attempt the fastest gear change live on TV ever. Thrilling. Thrilling. I Bob think there's some, some fast gear changes in the acting of uh, Tony <laughs> Gerwitz. <laughs> yeah, some serious shifts of uh, Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Bob Geldof drops in to talk about his latest single, and Gordon Kay drops in to say, Allo, allo. And look out for that plank. <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> That's the I one where that. someone, someone rings up and goes, Gordon Kay, you're a wanker. <laughs> I remember that. And that was Vicky <laughs> Michelle. Um, 
So, uh, t- um, and after Saturday Superstore was Grandstand, of course, which went on from uh, t- uh, 12.15 to mm. 5 past bloody 5. Mm. And then you had the news, and then it was Rolling Red, the series! Hey, hey. hey Red Yeah, and it mm. says here, Roland forms a band, the Sewer Sensation. Yeah. I mm. can imagine how that all goes. As Written well. by a 50-year-old man, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, we may be covered in shit, but we're top of the parade. <laughs> <laughs> End credits, followed by apologies. God, and I then after, yeah, Christ. so did I. Um, I met well, <clears throat> Roland Rat was doing live live filming at Butlin's Minehead um, for GMTV, and me and my brother were overhead when they were filming because there was a monorail oh. and it stopped over directly over Roland Rat, and we both mooned him. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Mm. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So after Rolling Rat was Doctor Who. Doctor Who, Terror of the Vervoids at 5.45. And there's mm. a bit of blurb. I know you like a bit of Doctor Who blurb, Tom. I do. Thank you so much. It says this. And of course, if you don't know it's part of the uh, of the story arc, it makes no sense. It goes, at last, the Doctor is able to present his evidence. <laughs> it takes place in the future with a new companion. Mm. Yeah. And then after Doctor Who, oh, God, and I remember watching this as well. It's the Noel Edmonds Late Light Breakfast Show. Oh, God, before it got pulled out. Yes. Oh, is this before the, uh, the untimely... Michael um... Lush. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. Oh, no. Noel goes three rounds with Frank Bruno. Drinking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dogging. Um, <laughs> Tina Turner provides the music. I don't know if she provides her own music or whether she goes, I quite like this one by... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and she's also an OD Stend man. I don't know why. <laughs> um, and this week's call-in password is password removed. Um, <laughs> oh no no! And then it says um, the password not. It says please do not use last week's password, which says this: I'm right up to pussy's bow tonight. Oh my what? God! What the oh. fuck? <laughs> what the actual fuck? I'm so right weird. up to pussy's bow tonight. What is going on? I don't know. But, Mm. you know, you can apply what is going on to anything that No Lemons has ever done, can you? What is going on now? (laughs) Ten years later. Oh, but what is going on now? (laughs) Anyway, a bit later at uh, uh, 10.45, you are Bodyline. Another chance to see a five-part dramatisation of one of the most controversial episodes in bowling history. Oh, Oh, God. The most <laughs> controversial. Wow! Imagine. Uh, I think you'll find that that Jack is uh, is <laughs> uh, four grams, and that's not regulation. Dun, that's dun, always, dun. That's always then, over the line. No yeah. question. I can meanwhile, still see it. Meanwhile, now. everyone else is in the green room. Everyone else is in the green room. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I can still see it now in my monoid eye. <laughs> in my ping pong ball. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, your impression is so accurate. <laughs> I should. I'll start. That'll be my like Steve Nalen. I'll just do her. Yeah, yeah. I was just settling down to watch the arc, and the most disgusting aliens turn up, much like my husband, who unzipped and took out his monoid, and <laughs> we were eye to eye at one yeah. point. Anyway, sorry, no, we mustn't, we mustn't, we mustn't, we mustn't. Um, now, if you're watching BBC Two, mm-hmm. from 9am until uh, 20 to 1 was pages from CFAX. <laughs> yeah, that's all you got was pages yeah. from CFAX. <laughs> you laugh, but that would be in the celebrity jungle now. Yes. <laughs> or oh, Big Brother. Yeah. yeah. CFAX is having an argument with Teletext. <laughs> CFAX to the diary room, please. 
<laughs> oh god, can you imagine how long it would take to get CPAP to the diary room? It'd be like 104, 105, 106. <laughs> Buster Bamboozle has been evicted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Anyway, so you had pages of CFAX and then you had Open University until one yeah. thirty. Then mm. you had pages from fucking CFAX. <laughs> oh, it's very popular. Until yeah. two o'clock. So from nine to two o'clock, you had nothing to watch on BBC Two in nineteen eighty six. Unbelievable. Then you had a program. Just it, it, it says nothing. It just says this. It's on. It's on for half an hour, and it's called Television Comes to Bradford. Oh, they just got it. Yeah, <laughs> they're watching pages from CPAC. And then suddenly, uh, far, uh, um, uh, after television comes to Bradford, is bowls and tennis. And it just says, some bowls and some tennis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing. And then uh, quarter past six is the secret life of paintings revealed by Lady Wedgwood. <laughs> Ooh, fun. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I opened the cupboard and they are in there playing snooker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that was five minute program called News Views. News Views. It, News fun. Views. Mate, oh, great, we've only got five minutes. <laughs> and then at 25 past um, eight, you had From East to West. Ooh. And it just says Conductor Simon Rattle reveals his jade flute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dirty does. <laughs> dirty dog. Last week it yeah. was. His- Pewter trombone, it was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> There's one um, string banjo next week. <laughs> <laughs> next week, my concrete one eye pink piccolo. No, Simon, <laughs> enough, enough is enough. Um, and then uh, 925 Film Club, and yep. you had a film called I Vitaloni. Oh. Federico Fellini's film about young layabouts. Oh, interesting. Mm. Young layabouts. So pages from CFAX and a Fellini film. That is avant-garde. For Both us. sides of that coin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was followed by another um, Fellini film called Amacord, which I've seen and I absolutely adore. It's a mental film. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, well worth looking. It's all on, I've, there's a huge lot of Fellini all on Amazon Prime if you've got it, all for free. Oh, wow. Um, Anyway, and um, Amacord, and it says, Uncle Tio takes residence in a tree. He is insane and proclaims his desires to the world. <laughs> <laughs> you sure that's not the Noel Edmonds description from the- <laughs> 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 This week on Noel Edmonds' Late Late Breakfast Show, Noel Edmonds takes residence in a tree. He is insane and proclaims his desires to the world. <laughs> yeah. In Crinkly Bottom, you replace tree with Crinkly Bottom, and you've got house party. Yeah. <laughs> So that was your televisual treats on BBC One or BBC Two. Three. But yes, here we go. Here we go. But you'd be so terror. engrossed in the in the, the legal uh, machinations that why would you watch yeah. anything else? Yeah. Do you do you happen to know, Tom, what has gone on just before Terror of the Vervoids, which is part of the There's obviously um, been two episodes where there's the been Valiard two stories has, yes. been, has been trying to um uh, basically condemn Doctor Who for death for being um genocidal maniac people Mm. get killed Mm. so it's in the first one we have uh, the mysterious planet where we first meet Savalon Glitz oh brilliant and um, Joan Sims Joan Sims plays like a a, a sort of um, empress or like a a viking lady yeah Um, Yeah. and there's sort of an underground there's a big robot that looks quite good Uh, and then you've got Mind Warp where Perry dies (laughs) oh no oh god Um, at at this point in watching Perry turns out not to have died but at this stage in the process you have just watched Perry have her brain 
scooped out and replaced with the brain of Christopher Ryan, Mike Timmy Young once. <laughs> and that's it. And you've just gone, oh, the doctor didn't save his assistant and the baddies won. Okay. Well, listen, boys, don't 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 fret because the doctor's got a new assistant now, <laughs> yeah. and it's and it's only bloody Mel Bush. Yeah, very, very timely surname considering the vervoids. <laughs> because and I'm going to say this. Yes, well, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to start with my concluding thoughts when I'm scoring it because you know you know in Doctor Who episodes and loads of them start this way where the doctor and his assistant and this happens in all of them they're coming at the TARDIS and they're talking about an adventure that we'll never see. Yes. So it's like it's like a little adventure they've had in between the last things you've looked so it's like oh we slept remember doctor we're on that planet and everyone was made entirely of tits and tortoises. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yes, yeah. and you poke the ambassador in his swimming pool or something. <laughs> I think Terror the Vervoids should have been mentioned in passing like that. Right. <laughs> never have been shown. It have been... Do you remember when we went on a ship and it was really boring? <laughs> and the doctor goes, yes, and you fat shame me constantly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she walks in and is like, all right, you fat fuck. Yeah. I, literally, in the first five minutes, Mel goes, doctor, you fat bastard. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. She's got him on an exercise bike. She's got it's him on an exercise bike. Very weird. Bike. Making him count. He's going, one. No, he's like, 200, 201, 202. Yeah. And you're like, mm. oh. 200 it's... eclairs. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, also, Colin Baker has gone from strangling Perry, his first assistant, mm. to being bullied by his second. Like, I don't know where his, his, like, how he engages with any of his assistants properly. It's very no. weird. It's very strange, isn't it? It's almost like a sort of master subject dominatrix thing he's got yeah, yeah. it's like forcing him to drink carrot juice and just calling him a fat bitch and he hasn't yeah. he hasn't remembered a safe word I'm going to lay my cards on the table though and just say that I think Colin is brilliant in this he's mm. going he's Absolutely really good brilliant. Uh, he's such fun together. the only problem with him is he's got Vera Duckworth's hair <laughs> he's got this like soul glow thing going on where he's got tight perm mm. yes bright blonde yeah and it doesn't sit very well in a man who's Partially rotund. <laughs> well, it's, you look at him like, especially looking him back in when he started, and like he is a, he's a handsome man, and he's he got this like curly hair, yeah. and mm. he's got this slight kind of aloofness, and mm. you're like, oh great! By this point, he like you say, he's got this kind of limp perm, mm. and <laughs> you know, and also his clothes never helped out with the situation. Well, they're so worse in this than ever. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> now, now he looks like a sort of like 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 carnivals come in town, and he's wearing the tent. He looks like he looks like a loading screen. <laughs> a spectrum game (laughs) he's got this stripey sort of velvet no not velvet stripey sort of shiny waistcoat with all sorts of colour bars on them yeah Yeah. with that jacket and those trousers yes he looks looks like a rainbow having a seizure yeah (laughs) yeah but anyway listen yeah no go on Mm. because I was was about to actually say what the hell happens oh yeah (laughs) no please do please do let's let's dive in yeah we are on board the uh, Hyperion 3 in the Mm. earth year 2986 mmm and um, there's a sort of busy, endless reception scene on board this luxury <laughs> cruise. All very triangle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Professor, Sarah L- Professor Sarah Lusky on a Blackman is complaining mm-hmm. about um, her luggage is in the wrong room. She thinks it's in cabin six, but it's in cabin nine. So mm-hmm. she's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the guest who should be in the correct cabin sneaks downstairs into the guts of the ship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to, to get up to nefarious deeds. Meanwhile, yes. the doctor is forced to sit on an exercise bike. <laughs> <laughs> 
and is forced to drink carrot juice and oh. it's just so upsetting it's like the doctor should just go this is your first and last fucking adventure with me i <laughs> mean the doctor ba- uh, mel says you're fat <laughs> just, oh my god i'll be more concerned when i start to bray all that all that stuff is hmm, very like, fun. mel be honest are my ears getting bigger hmm? yeah <laughs> So there's lots of toing and froing with with like staff, and it's all it's all very sort of Agatha Christie murder on the Orient Express meets which, Gardner's Question Time. Yeah, which Honor Blackman is reading at one point. Yeah, yes, she is. Yeah. Mm. So um, we then cut to one of the alien races, and I really like these, the uh, Mangorians or the Mangorians. Yes. Brilliant fun. Now we talked about the monoids in our in a previous episode, but they and they, the Mangorians are the same. They use a translator to talk. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because that they, is a they crucial cannot, plot point later. Crucial plot point, and they cannot breathe the air. And basically, mm. at this point, you've just met a few of them, and all they do is bitch and moan about everything. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit it's like Carry just, On Abroad. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally June Whitfield as an alien going, "Oh, yeah. look at them looking here." Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. And meanwhile, on the bridge of the Hyperion, they've tracked an unidentified craft, which turns out, of course, to be the TARDIS. Yay! Yay! And um, for some reason, the naughty man who's gone downstairs mm. um, activates a mayday, and the TARDIS, of course, answers that mayday call. Yes. And they arrive, don't they? They materialise. to find out. Yeah, they materialise. Mm-hmm. Beautiful materialisation. Oh. And they arrive to find out that the Hyperion 3, which is like a super sleek cruise ship, top of the range, yeah. is for some reason run entirely by the cast of Last of the Summer Wine. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone there is 80. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> Apart from the co-pilot with the Commodore, who looks like Pierre Sutcliffe. Yeah, he does. He really does. Yeah. You've got security guard Rudge, who's like, what day is it? Yeah. <laughs> you've, you've got the Commodore, who's like, oh, set a course to Horlicks. It's just <laughs> really old, frightful duffers, aren't they? Well, the amazing. Commodore is still, from from what I can glean from Twitter, is still a, a sort of up and up and at him, because he... Um, yeah, I think on he's one of those. Yeah, he's one of those guys who went grey when he was thirty, a bit like Philip yes. Schofield. He's mm. just kept that look, hasn't he? Mm. Yeah. yeah, it works. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah, he, he repeated one of his lines on Twitter recently, and it was very, it. It was very satisfying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seasons which I may be a long time seeing again if I go robbing my own ball. <laughs> <laughs> So it turns out that um, the Doctor has answered the SOS, but the Commodore was not aware that it had been sent. And it yes. turns out that the Doctor knows the Captain. Yes. And they have a little, yes, hello, how are you? And he's like, <laughs> what, who are you again? And all that. Hmm. Um, meanwhile, down in the inf- infrared spectrum chamber, down in the cargo room, <laughs> some strange pods are quivering and are glowing. <laughs> and you've got the baddie from Lovejoy as one of Honor Blackman's... Yes, yes, that's fun. Doesn't, doesn't he turn up in like a Sinbad-y sort of um, adventure as well, that, that actor? I'm sure he does. Oh, I'm I don't sure. know. I can't remember. I'm sure he does. Is this after Mel says what the Doctor's done is, you just always go charging in regardless. And it's, yeah. the, it's such Surprising a Surprising for a man of your weight, you big... Oh, you haven't gone charging anywhere recently, have yeah. you? Doctor, I, I will shoot you if you don't... Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear! So meanwhile, you've got this—you've got the guy from Cabin Six up, up to no good, and then one of the yeah. Mangorians is up to no good as well, and he's tinkering around, and he steals what look, what looks like silver pellets, or mm. I don't know what they are yes. supposed to be, which they turn out later to be seeds. Mm. And um, they immediately—there's nothing sort of going wrong at the moment, but the Doctor <laughs> and Mel immediately go individually around to just do some snooping, just some yes. lovely snooping <laughs> for no reason at all. And they immediately get accosted by Raj. He's like, "You're not on itinerary." 
<laughs> Can you tell me what my wife's name is? <laughs> <laughs> and things like that. The nurses are stealing from me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <I> said, <laughs> <laughs> oh, ten pound under my pillow is gone. <laughs> it's, it's on your head. It's on your head. <laughs> yeah. You're smoking it, you daft old fuck. <laughs> so I am. Anyway, where do I sign the will? All over to the nurse, is it right? <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Um, and meanwhile, yeah, um, a surgeon, a, a person in surgeon gear goes into an isolation room and you don't know mm. what that's all about. When you do find out what that's about, that is genuinely upsetting. Yeah. It's horrible. And I still don't fully understand it. I'd like no. one of you to no, explain it to me. No, well, I'm afraid you're not going to ever get that from me, I'm afraid. Right. <laughs> I, think, I think I've got an idea. Okay, right, okay, yeah. It uh, it was filler. Somebody yeah. <laughs> it was Mel filler. after mm. Mel after doing some snooping finds mm. herself in a gym and watches Sarah Lusky working up a sweat. She does so many sit ups. Mm. She, she is like working separate... out so much aggression, isn't she, Doctor? <laughs> it really is. I liked it also she... when it said state of the art gymnasium, you can have any tape you want. <laughs> Twenty nine sixty eight or wherever we are. We're still using tapes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and old Walkmans. Of course yeah. it is, because the Hyperion three is being run by all those three old men. They've <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. got the most modern thing in the world is called tapes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, last year, a couple of years ago, I went on holiday to a cottage in Cornwall and it said it had, um, you know, films for you to watch. And we got yeah. there and they had a VHS and VHS tapes. <laughs> what so were the films? Westerns. Yeah, oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so Mel now just has like chats with Lusky while she does some, uh, <laughs> does some workouts, which is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it is now revealed that someone or something or somebody has broken into the hydroponics. Ooh. Yes. And Mel hears voices. Somehow, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, and that's she true. hears voices, but she hears voices. There's a lot of um, communicating through the headsets in the gym, but I, yes. I was very confused about how that worked and what was meant yeah, to be Yeah, I didn't quite know how that, no. but she's rather like, oh, I can hear voices and that might be a plot. So she investigates mm. that. Meanwhile, the doctor wants to see a passenger list. He's um, He wants to know exactly who's on this uh, flight. Yes. And then the doctor and Mel then meet and they find seeds in cabin six. Mm. And the room has been <laughs> wrecked. Been ransacked. Mm. And I still don't know if it had been ransacked by the person who was the guy who sends the SOS message who later on turns <laughs> is dead or the Mengarian. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, well, he's good because that guy's dead, but then he's also the uh, the Mengarian later, isn't he? Mm. And it was. Yes. My favourite thing about him is that that actor who's being sneaky um, is. He's like. He's in like two scenes because obviously he's like not he's bumped off very quickly, yeah. um, and he's not a great actor that no, guy. He's no. not so brilliant. But then he's imbued. That character's imbued with so many things. Like the Doctor later is like that man was a rogue. He was subtle and he was unorthodox. <laughs> and there was something like all of this stuff about this guy who's been in one scene and yeah. he's now dead was just he really was, weird. And he was the, like the Moriarty of his time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the main. The main. Painfully dull grey bloke who gets yeah. over alive. <laughs> and the major from Forty Towers knows him, doesn't he? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> morning, Doctor. Morning. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then there's lots of, again, classic Doctor Who toing and froing, and, mm. and you're never quite sure who's where. Um, the hydroponics uh, see um, some of the. Uh, yeah, the, um, the Doctor goes and picks up some seeds and knows that some seeds have gone missing. Yeah. Um, the, um, and they find that in Cabin 6, which has been wrecked. There's suddenly an emergency in the waste disposal unit, mm. and, the, and yeah. a body is jettisoned into space. 
which we presume is the man who sent the SOS. But he leaves behind yes. one shoe. Yeah, one yeah. grey shoe. <laughs> one, uh, even even a grey shoe as well. Yeah. Because they find shoe. the other one in the um, in the the room, don't yeah. they? And it's like yes. it's real, like it's real detective, but like my, my first ladybug book of being a detective, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> well, I did see someone hopping down here earlier. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's like it's like Dick spotting Jane books, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jane has been found dead. Run, Dick, run. <laughs> Spot smelt some evidence. Run, Dick, run. Spot, T- Pip and Jane, more like. Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. Very nice, nice. nice. Oh. So now the Doctor and Mel go back to the gym, there's a little bit more of the of um, Mel just going, you mm. may, might want to use some of these things, Doctor, mm. you fat prick. Yeah. Like, Come on, leave me oh, alone. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um... And then, oh, and then we get, and then we get our first cutscene to Gallifrey. It's oh, um, yeah. we find out that it's a court case. Yes, <laughs> and the Valiard is doing his best to basically mm. implicate the Doctor for anything at this stage. It doesn't matter, is it? It's like you're a murderer, and you've probably littered as well. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you've, you've got a library book you never. Mm. Get back to the library, one of those silly hexagonal <laughs> ones that don't fit onto shelves. Yes, yeah, so you've got fine coming for that. He's just trying to lay everything up. You the taped the feet. top 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you taped over Bugsy Malone with Pebble Mill at one, and I'm fucking furious. At which point you're reminded as well that the, all these Gallifreyans are sat watching, like, they've watched that bit with Baker on the exercise bike. Mm. Yeah. Were they yeah, not going, yeah. is this relevant? Is this yeah. <laughs> to anything? Does this Matrix have a fast-forward? Because if yeah. so... That's true. The Doctor should have stood up at that point and said, Objection, what the fuck's this got to do with my case? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, this is the Doctor's defence. He could have literally chosen any story from the last, like, 20 years. Yes, yes. So I don't know why he's chosen one where he commits genocide, but that is by the by. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it sort of pays off at the end of Trial of yeah. Trial, doesn't it? But, um, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. And, and the Doctor does say at this point that the, that, that, that the stuff they're watching on The Matrix has been tampered with. Mm. It's being... Whoa. It's, yeah, it's being tampered with. And then the Valio comes back with a beautiful thing about the fact that the previous... He's, his previous companion has been killed and Mel's in mm. danger... And accuses the doctor of being a companion killer. Yeah. Which is really like, ooh. Oh, hello. And he is. Why didn't yeah. they show the footage of Adric dying? Yeah. <laughs> of him for strangling four episodes Perry. on a loop with comedy yeah. music. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that, Doctor. You've really cheered me up. Yeah. <laughs> it's an S Pod thing. The podcast revisiting S Club 7's insane TV show. Yeah, I can't imagine anyone's binge watched this. Anyone who's not on drugs. <laughs> Thank you for bringing this into my life. Uh, it was honestly <laughs> truly appalling. Guests helped me analyse the show in more detail than anyone ever asked for. It feels weird to me to say the phrase "sex object" in a show that <laughs> was aimed at six-year-olds. Do you think? Do you think there's one of the problems with the show is that seven is too much? It's an S Pod thing from Great Big Owl. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Innocent of all crimes. <laughs> we have to say that um, Linda Bellingham's really good in this. Yes. And, uh, it's, it's Michael Jason, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. It's the Valiard. Yeah. He has the, one of the best voices oh my God. Yes. So in good. history. I mean, I loved yeah. him in Tinker Taylor, but I love him in this because he's all angry and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's Constantly they're, they're both in, incandescent with rage. Mm. Mm. And like yeah. Linda Bellingham has nothing to do. And she's mm. brilliant. She's like really captivating. And yeah. like the part is not is not exciting in any way, is it? No. She's all right. she has is like, is this true? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's all she says. You could do with losing a few pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been drinking my special gravy? <laughs> You're only supposed to put it on a bit of the dinner. You're not supposed to drink it. <laughs> Like in a pint glass. <laughs> it's not the entire constituent part of the meal, Doctor. <laughs> Stop drinking gravy boats. <laughs> You're in on Gallifrey. trial for stock taking. <laughs> oh, nice. Very anyway, nice. we cut back to Mel, who's doing a bit more snooping. Mm. She is. She's gone, she's gone right down into the guts of the bowels of the ship where the sea pods are and she's being shown around by a kindly guard who's slightly sort of like oh I rather like you actually yeah. um, yes I'll open the door for you ma'am but no he gets electrocuted <gasps> yeah. I mean you say oh he's kindly God. there's a bit where he says we don't want you breaking your neck at least not until and I was like at yeah. least not until what <laughs> when is it acceptable for Mel to break her neck <laughs> <laughs> not, yeah, not until um, time of the Rani yeah <laughs> 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 Not until Michael Gray comes down to the studio. Um, <laughs> but we should mention as well that the set's really good here and the effects are really good. It's yes. all lovely, yeah. but it's all very mm. beige and pink and mm. like cro- crossroads mm. hotel. Well, shot isn't it? on video, isn't it? So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's all it's all silver glass shelves, and um, mm. I like it. Where in the there's only about four places. There's the bridge. There's a couple mm. of rooms. There's the guts of the ship, and there's the lounge where aliens just spend all their time drinking tea. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and playing. There's never um, any other drink. It's always tea. Yeah. yeah, and they're playing Space Invaders, aren't they? Well, yeah, that's Space. Oh, that's yeah. bizarre. I like yeah. that bit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so this guy gets electrocuted, and then yeah. suddenly. You get hatching, vervoid hatching, and mm. then Mel screams her own weight. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> her scream what is interminable. Seems, you've got the electric shock, the man screaming, the vervoid proboscis coming out, and then Mel yeah. screaming to the point where dogs around the UK are going, <laughs> what, 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 what? Is it the same note as the, as the sting into the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> the sting into the... Theme tune. This is extraordinary. Mm. It is utterly extraordinary. Yeah. And and you think, well, all right, I'll forgive her that. That's only episode one. Don't yes. worry, she does it in every fucking one. <laughs> so episode two, Mel is arrested for screaming in a built-up area. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the man comes out of an isolation room <laughs> with what looks like a shattered dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. It looks like Eggs Benedict when someone's did the okie-cokie on the plane. <laughs> And that's never explained, is it? What is going on with all the dinners? No. Is it just, is it to the, uh, yeah, it's like the person in there refused it, but they refused it by dancing on it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hate that. I'll moonwalk on it. And then, you know, <laughs> I don't understand. But anyway, it's, it's, it's really held up right to the camera, is it? Like, oh, no. Oh, boy. Like, you're like, oh, dear. <laughs> so, yeah. The Doctor is now summoned to the bridge. It's the sort of uh, thing you'd be- find in the BBC canteen. <laughs> <laughs> the BBC canteen. <laughs> your BBC canteen. Your Hyperion 3. <laughs> um, <laughs> looks like Mrs. W is having it off with a Mangorian. <laughs> Kept touching his translator, if you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, so the, the, the doctor's summoned to the bridge and, and the Commodore's like, what, what's, what's going on? Why are you here? Why is everyone dying and disappearing? Yeah. And why is this woman downstairs in the guts of the ship? Um, <laughs> and there's lots of all that. And the doctor goes, something fishy's going on here, you know. And the doctor shows um, the Commodore. And for some reason, the professor turns up to go, I don't know what's going on. I'm perfectly innocent. I'm just working out for nine years. <laughs> and the doctor goes, well, yes, but I've got these silver seeds. And she goes, you absolute thief, they're my seeds. Mm. Which is a bit like, that's my Jennifer Bush. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> So she does that and she's like, how dare you? So now the doctor's like, looks like a stowaway, a thief and possibly a killer. Yeah. <laughs> which is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then the doctor then, for some, why does the doctor then pick up one of the seeds and swallow them? I don't understand he says, why. He, <laughs> he says that they're, um, if you take them, they improve your... Um, they're like really strong, like vitamin tablets, basically. Oh, interesting. Right. Mm. But he knows that they're not, which means he's going to have a vervoid sticking out of his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think I think genuinely they are. They're like, oh, uh, oh I if you take them the as seeds, seeds I, I think they are. But I think if you take them, um, they're very good for digestion. D- no, they're like really good. Uh, I can't think of the word. You know, like kind of Red Bull. But so vervoid ste- seeds mm. are like having nine coffees or something. Yeah, I think so. Oh, fair enough. But, you know, I was told as a young boy you never eat the apple pips because a tree will grow out your bum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be it's gonna be like alien. So I'm presuming. Be- yeah, it's going to be like alien, but out of Colin's arse. Yeah. <laughs> you could get a few out of there. <laughs> we Colin should- sat... Colin sat in the lounge with Mel and suddenly oh, <laughs> bends over and suddenly a verbal bursts out of his ass. Hello, my darling. Hello. <laughs> Hello, my crazy John. Yeah. It's um, so to think that he's a doctor now is it, as well, that that has actually happened to someone who's played the doctor. That's very weird. Mm, this mm. is a side thought. We should also point out his unfortunate tweet a couple of weeks ago, bless him. Oh, no, oh. what happened? Oh, did you not? I'm sure I told you about this, you, Tom. You shared Maybe it with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. He got, he got scammed. Well, they tried to scam him. <laughs> uh, for Was it weight loss pills? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. He was trying to buy diet pills online and, and yeah. put out a tweet like, oh, no, I think I've been a, I've been a victim of scam. Oh, oh. £200 out of my bank account. Oh, no. Poor Colin. Poor Colin. Colin. just stuck with the carrot juice. Oh, sawbone hex. It's just the oh. idea of poor Colin making real life literally went on, he is the number one Nicaraguan diet pill. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah, yes, just the thing for me. So, no. There's no one around for, to tell Colin, no, Colin, don't. Because he's so imperious in this one. He's like, hmm, it seems I am a Judas goat and I will mm. accept the role. And then it's like, that's yes. like him online going, hmm, this might be a scam, but I shall accept the role. <laughs> oh, boy. amazing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So the doctor's on the bridge and there's lots of you shouldn't be doing that and you shouldn't be doing this. He swallows his own seed, pardon the yep. pun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then there's a bit where he goes to eat a biscuit and Mel goes, no. Oh, and you're like, yeah. oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> if at one point the doctor deserves a biscuit it's round about now mm. you know, one bloody biscuit mm. absolute harridan yeah mm. 
Horrible. Meanwhile, some some uh, Mangarians, Mangorians, I always call them different. Yeah. Um, they are, they have a strop at the captain. What is going on? Oh, I mean, yeah. don't understand what's going on. And then it cuts <laughs> back to the um, Valyard. Mm. And, the, and the doctor says, the, the evidence has been tampered with and essentially calls the Valyard a blind prick, which is mm. very funny. Mm. Which is not great when you're a reviewer going, okay, so what, so is none of this happening? Or is some of this happening? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, At that point, you're like, this whole evidence then is just, we, we, can't, we can't judge I'll this. We it. need to go on yeah. to another episode immediately. <laughs> I mean, it's like best, very odd. I can't believe you skipped over the most exciting bit of this whole story which is um, a discussion about whether someone is an agronomist or a phrenologist. Oh, my God, yeah, I forgot about that. Going out on BBC One that. on Saturday, is people go, no, I'm not a, an agronomist, I'm a phrenologist. And you're like, I, oh, my God, I don't care. You know, I got to the stage of my note-taking where I heard that and went, I'm not going to pause it to write that down. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore it. I like, would, it I would love it if in this, you know, you know the, 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 at one point they accuse the Doctor of tampering with the Matrix. Mm. It would be brilliant if it cut to a bit where Colin takes his shirt off and suddenly he's got this huge muscly body <laughs> but his head superimposed on yeah, yeah. Like, have you tampered with the Matrix no no, no. that's what they look like <laughs> also he suddenly becomes like Neo for the Matrix all slow motion yeah. except, 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 except they're throwing a clears at him and he's doing yeah. the best it's the opposite it's so motion just, yeah it's the opposite he's literally diving with his mouth open yeah. and catch, catch slow motion bullets of eclairs. Anyway, Doctor, anyway, why is there a five-minute bit of you working out? <laughs> like he's a maniac, a maniac on, on the floor. <laughs> dances like he's never danced before. His head's just this really bad photograph of him smiling, yeah, yeah. like they do on those awful fucking Twitter yeah. videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A black and white Polaroid on that. Yeah. And then Linda Bellingham's like, well, Doctor, you know, taking everything into account, you look buff. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you, Sagacity. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, yeah, so the Doctor says, come on, even you must notice that this mm. is all being... Um, and they're like, no, because we don't know what the real footage is. Why are you... So-? Anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. Mm. And then uh, it cuts back to uh, a Mangorian having a cup of tea, and he's poisoned. Yeah. <gasps> He's poisoned. He, he does really good. He does He does a good death act, doesn't he? Yes, like, it's impressive. Ah, ah, really good, really good. <laughs> the Captain Caveman. And, and, yeah, he does unga bunga me drink tea. Yeah. <laughs> they're all gathered around the body, and then just behind them, like it's some comedy film, is the professor and her team doing some backstage mm. acting. Mm. <laughs> like, whisper, whisper, whisper. It's yeah. really funny. Um, and I am, and then there's this whole thing about the poison man was actually the missing man from Cabin Six. Yes, because the doctor says it's not a uh, what are they called Megaloid, Mengarian, <laughs> Mengarian, a sand yeah. person from uh, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. He says it's yeah. not, and they're like, well, and then they pause it again and say, how did you know? Mm. Yes, and then there's this whole conversation about was he Grenville or was he Hallett? And I just mm. wrote, who the fuck cares? Mm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And the doctor reveals that he was actually uh, an agent, a secret agent. Mm. Uh, that's when he Mr. says he was subtle, unorthodox, a maverick, yes, and a great man. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, security Raj is still wandering around going, I'm going to arrest this cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> For not having enough sugar in it or something. Mm. He's just doing that. And then it comes back to the Valyard again, who then mm. says, well, the reason why the evidence has been tampered with is because you're actually tampering with it, doctor. Oh. <sighs> and then the doctor's going, but why would I do that if it makes me constantly look guilty? Yeah. <laughs> It's, I wouldn't do that, would I? If you think yeah. about it, just for a slim fucking second. But the, the bit where I'm breakdancing—that's definitely me. Yeah. <laughs> the bit where I bench press fifty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. 
In a pair, in a pair of white fronts in all yeah. colours in the known universe. And his pecs are going up and down with each yeah. beat. <laughs> Brilliant. That bit's yeah, me. Everything else yeah. tampered with. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lovely bit where you see the Doctor twitches pecs to the theme tune. It's amazing. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, and so the Doctor and Mel then um, decide that they'll leave the body there. They're not sure about stuff. Um, and isn't there a bit where the Doctor compares um, someone to an elephant? Um, because um, Mel can remember stuff. That's oh, right. that's right. Yeah. yeah, and I just wrote. But in reality, she's a fucking screaming hyena. <laughs> so the Doctor and Mel decide that there's something. Let's go back down into the place, Mel, where you do all your best screaming. Mm. So they yes. go down there, and um, and and the Doctor for some reason gets into one of the pods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so, well, Hallett was holding a leaf, so he right, yeah, yes. yeah. he, he takes he, the leaf and and he also does a little magic trick with it, which I quite liked. That was the magic fun. trick's lovely, oh. but then he clambers into a pod. For he does. Why. It's like his final went... tap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we also forgot to mention his magic trick earlier, which I love, which is a lovely gif. What's that? Oh, he's trying the, uh... to get the information out of the receptionist, and he pulls the flowers out of his. Oh yeah, <laughs> out of his yeah. sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> Crucially, yeah. his sleeve. Mm. Yeah, and he pulls a rabbit out of his ass and eats it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just wrote when when the doctor gets inside the vervoid, you know, cocoon. I wrote that's the closest he's got to a vegetable in years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really I'm sad really though, because when he does pull those flowers out, two packets of toffos also fall out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. So yeah. So the doctor is now inside a pod, mm. and then we mm. get a, then we get what I always love, which is a POV shot of the creature. Mm. We, we've not really seen much of the vervoids at this point. No, we hidden, hidden, hidden behind um, uh, air vents, know, air vents, and things. Mm. And so you get a vervoid POV shot, mm. and then suddenly um, uh, the vervoid injects. Doesn't he injects Mister Mum? I can't remember what he's called. You know, Mister Mumbly Tortoise Man, who's like, <laughs> the major. Yeah, the major. major. Yeah, yeah. Do I work on this ship? Because I'm, I, I actually seem qualified. Um, <laughs> and he gets injected with a spine. And, he does. and the vervoid to distract attention turns the shower on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is very yes. clever for a plant that's just existed in the world. <laughs> yeah, it knows exactly. Oh, hmm. the uh, the custom is that if the shower's on, you probably don't enter the room. No, I know right. that for some reason. No one wants well, to see is... that bloke in the shower, though. <laughs> no. Oh, with his soap on a rope. Nobody yeah. wants to see that. <laughs> Also, because at, at this point, the verb voice seemed to me, and the, the way that they're talked about is yeah. basically like, I know they're vegetables, but they're very animalistic and basic and all that. But no, mm. it turns out they have quite detailed subtle conversations mm-hmm. yeah 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 that also by the way you cannot hear right. <laughs> yeah yeah it's really hard to hard to work work out in episode three and four what the vervoids are telling each other because everything is done via that sort of way of speaking it's like that like yeah. shh, the, vi- shh, the vicar's come in the room <laughs> it's all like that isn't it but i mm. like the i like the spine into the flesh thing that's horrible like Ugh. yeah that looks good that's really My nasty. My guy was just starting to sing in the shower, wasn't he? He was going, unforgettable. Um, um, uh, I can't remember the rest. He was, he was, he was just going to get... He was just going to get to the crescendo of Sweet Caroline. He was like, <laughs> bam, 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 straight. <laughs> but there you go. And then, um, and then it cuts back to Mel and the Doctor, and they finally found a way to get into this room where shattered mm. meals keep coming out. Oh. And they they find what looks like a sort of weird like sort of chamber, some sort of like sleeping mm. pod or some weird. Well, he, deep say, he sends the guard off saying there's a huge fire alarm. 
Yeah, he sets yeah. off a fire alarm to create a distraction. He really sets off the fire alarm in full view of the guard <laughs> and then says, there's a fire over there. And the guard is yeah. like, I just saw you smash that with the axe like yeah. two seconds ago. So, so so, the guard has to go, all right, I'll go to the lounge and try and put it out with tea or something. Yeah. <laughs> so they break into the room and then mm-hmm. they unzip this sort of top and, they, and inside is this half woman, half vervoid cross specimen thing mm. that turns and it's half human and then it's got pulsing it's horrible, green it? chlorophyll veins and then Mel decides to scream her into the <laughs> in millimetres this time <laughs> you've got the sting and Mel screaming and this pulsing it's genuinely like Ugh. it's horrible I thought that was the stewardess at first because we haven't met the assistant before have we we haven't no. met this woman no and I no. thought the stewardess had somehow become infected because we hadn't seen her for a while and mm. I thought that was yeah. her but it wasn't it's, it's another character who's never named she's a, she's a lab assistant apparently mm-hmm. she's just right, a lab yes. assistant um, so we so that's the end of episode 2 Mel screams yep. the entire <laughs> and she screams in real life until next week when the, when the episode comes back again <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then you find out that Miss Gardner's question time she mm. she gets sub subdued and she mm-hmm. turns out to be a lab assistant and then the doctor gets arrested again because he's basically set off fire alarms now yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and they go i'll tell you what we're going to take you back up to the bloody bridge again for the ninth time <laughs> oh, show God, you. Yeah. and not and the no, last time either no. <laughs> and then we'll go to the lounge and then we'll go downstairs but what we'll never do is actually put you in a bloody prison yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll just take you around the ship and go you sit there and don't move there are yeah. nine exits <laughs> it's just absolutely brilliant. So um, you go up to, or, or they try to go up to see the Commodore, but my God, someone's taken over the mm. bridge. No! Some, it's one of the scientists, isn't it? It's one of Lasky's mm. scientists who's, who's basically seen the error of his ways that they're tapping Well, he's, he's the, the one that's constantly freaking out. He's constantly going, yeah. oh my God, what have we done? I'm just going to have this cup of tea. Oh my God, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, what have I done? I like mm. coffee. Mm. Damn! <laughs> um, so he decides he's going to take matters into his own hands. The vervoids yes. who have now hatched should never reach Earth. Is it Earth they're going to? I'm not entirely sure. I think uh, so. Yes, it, uh, because they're transporting the, the minerals from... That's right. The, yes, yeah. 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 So he thinks the best way to stop the Vervoids from ever getting to Earth is he's going to destroy the entire Hyperion 3 by mm. driving it into a... Driving? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> by driving it into a black hole. No! Oh, my God. Mm. And then it all gets really mental because you've got that going on and then mm. the Vervoids suddenly start, like, stockpiling bodies. Mm. Yes. Which is have really we, upsetting. Um, have we gone past the bit where Nell's in, Nell's in the... going to get pulverised yeah um, and so she gets put she's in the gym and she gets put under some towels to get pulverised well she's in the gym and she records no, the Vervoids that, talking we we haven't come to that, that, that oh, that's sorry. the next scene oh, yeah, that, that is yeah, the yeah. next scene yeah. yeah so the Hyperion is now um, heading towards a black hole yeah. meanwhile the Vervoids are stockpiling bodies mm. there's a weird comedy sting after the Doctor talks to someone after the t- Commodore it's like he finishes conversation yep. and the music goes <laughs> it's the two Roddies the vervoids are now sort of like properly like, scuttling around everywhere and the one grabs a security guard and sort of spine darts him mm. um and yeah and then mel decides she's going to have another snoop around the gymnasium because she's only been there seven times <laughs> um, and she overhears a vervoid and she screams. Of course, yes. Does a massive scream. And then she's subdued and someone bungs her in the towel bin in the gym. Oh, well, that's she, she records the vervoids and then goes into the room to t- get the tape. Yes. That's and right. then someone um, 
Chloroform's her out. Chloroforms mm. her and mm. bangs her in the towel bin. Mm. Yeah. Which you think is going to be taken down for a boil wash, but what yeah. they do on the Hyperion 3 <laughs> is, they just, is they just destroy them completely. Mm. Mad. Absolutely <laughs> which mad. Which must mean at least 80% of the cargo of the ship is just fucking towels. Yeah. <laughs> there must be a budget and, meeting at some point. Yeah. <laughs> it might yeah. be more efficient if we washed them. Yeah. yeah. Then... We thought about maybe washing them in some kind of sonic <laughs> shower or something. Mm. Um, you know, every time we do dinner, we don't have to literally do it Greek style and smash up the crap. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, can, they do in the them, isolation. We can wash them and reuse them. <laughs> there you go. Mm. Uh, but anyway, that's really good. Like Mel, like unconscious mm. in the thing, and she's about to be thrown into a kiln. <gasps> Because a part of me is going throw her in the kiln. Throw her <laughs> in the kiln. Yeah, yeah. There's that bit where throw the doctor the says um, he they're going past it with the towels. And the doctor says, mm. "Oh, if only I could get rid of my waste as easily, eh?" Mm. And for a second, I thought that's a joke about the doctor having constipation. Is that a, is that a doctor <laughs> doing a shit joke? Quite um, possibly. I but it was. Uh, I think it's him saying waste as in W R A I S T. Yeah, he's saying as a little oh, pun, okay. as opposed yeah. to. Oh, I've been shat in four days. <laughs> no, it's because they're standing in the gym, and he's like, "Oh, if only I could get rid of my waste that quickly." There you yeah. go. Mm. There you go. Well, why didn't you wasn't... get on one of these things? Don't fuck that. No. Yeah. <laughs> Don't okay. bother. Yeah. So the doctor snoops back into the recording room and he hears the pre-recorded male scream mm. and then goes, oh, I saw that guy with the waist bin just mm. now. She's got to be in there because mm. that somehow makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, meanwhile, Rudge is getting a bollocking for being the worst security guard ever. Because <laughs> everything is going on and Rudge has done nothing about anything. It's yeah. really brilliant. There's been murders, poisonings, the ship's being flown into a black hole and Rudge is just still <laughs> wandering around like Sherlock Holmes going, the case of the missing coaster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, say, Rudge, priorities, priorities. Mm. But he has a nice little plot character twist a bit later on, which is fun. But also, um, the, 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 they, they can't get into the uh, bridge, can they? Because it's, no, ma- it's marsh been, gas. It's been oh, marsh yeah. gassed. Because at one point someone goes, what's that smell? <laughs> marsh gas, of course. Marsh gas. Blimey. Like, can you is that is it really detectable? Like if you were if I had three bottles of gas <laughs> and I, I made you sniff them, would you go, Oh that's bloody marsh gas, that is no mistake. So they send in the Mugabis. They send in one of the Mangarian Mugabes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, don't breathe, they don't yeah. breathe. Yeah. Mm. So he he manages to um open the ship and they're fine and then they can steer away out. from the Yeah, it's all fine. And then mm. the twist. Well, yes. Um, in between that, there's a little bit of the Matrix again, um, mm-hmm. and, the, and, and, and the Doctor um, oh, yeah. acu- accusing that everyone is falsifying. Um, oh yeah, because there's that footage of him standing with an axe, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's really having dabbing. smashed up all the comms, going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they they accuse him of destroying the controls room, yeah. so they yeah. can never make contact back to Earth. And then the Doctor goes, "No, I didn't do that. Someone has just made that up." Mm. Yeah. But then it's so weird, like. Yeah, because obviously you're watching as a viewer, and you're like, "Oh, I just saw that. That just happened." Oh. So you probably believe it, and yeah, but it's fake. It's very odd. It's very strange. Not, ha- not happy about it at all. So then Mel hides in a shower to avoid a vervoid. Professor Lester <laughs> gives her cohort a bollocking, <laughs> yeah. uh, but is attacked. And then the vervoids have a series of conversations, but you can't understand what they're trying to do. They really would <laughs> no. like to get back to Earth, please. Mm. Yes. Um, and Bruckner, um, yeah, he's taken over the command bridge, and um, he's going to plunge the Hyperion into a black hole. No, mm. the black hole of Tartarus. The Tartarus, oh. yeah. Black hole of Tartarus, um, great name. It is. And it, obviously, the way you avoid that is by using the black hole of Colgate um, <laughs> at least twice a day. <laughs> 
So we begin on episode four. Ooh. Yes. Oh, I, and I noticed at the end credits of episode three that the vision mixer of this particular story is called Shirley Coward. Which is quite <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> it's just a nice name, isn't it? Shirley Coward. Mm. That, that's very that's very toast of London. Yeah. <laughs> so we then cut back, and why are the vervoids now smoking? <laughs> yeah, I'm not oh, sure about that. It's because yeah. um, why are they smoking, John? Do you know? Yeah, it's because they they make they turn off the power and make the ship really hot. Right. Um, and the heat they they can't breathe in the heat, so they have to go back to the air ducts. Right. right. Okay. Where it's cold. Fine. Mm-hmm. All right. So the Mangarians are now wrestled back control of the ship, mm. yes. which is great because they can go in and um and you think, oh good, and the Hyperion is now back on course. Uh, but now the Hyperion gets hijacked. Mm. <gasps> oh no! By none other than bloody Rudge. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> he oh, basically Rudge. goes, I've had a shit life and I'm yeah. <laughs> with as much money as I can. Yeah, there'd been a lot of this ship. Yeah, he kept on saying, this is my last voyage, this is my last voyage. And like, oh, yeah. clock that, that'll be important later. Yeah, oh. I want early <laughs> retirement, so I'm taking over the ship. I don't know, like, is he going to try and land in the Costa del Sol? And then <laughs> he pulls the out a gun and life. says, take this ship to Chingford. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sauna on the O'Kent Road, I wouldn't mind going to it again. <laughs> I was so, distracted so, by his gun because it looks like a Black & Decker drill upside down. Yes. It does, yeah. They, all the guns in this one are Black and Decker drills. It's brilliant, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Um, and then, um, yeah, so Grudge take, takes over and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> but he gets sort of like someone just taps him on the shoulder and he drops his gun, which mm. is really yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> And then someone squirts a water pistol at one of the Mengarians and they immediately die. That's so stand. funny, that shot, because it looks really poorly. It, <laughs> it looks like... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the Mengarians can be killed by water. They're drinking water. fucking tea at one point. Yeah, <laughs> it's mad. It's absolutely mad. Yeah, I, I, I thought, oh, it's not water. It's probably something else. But they never explain it. They don't. No. They just oh. fall down dead. Yeah. Very strange. Please, Mel, by the way, if you're listening to this, uh, Weezing Grady fans, you don't need to make that edit that John was no, talking about. No. You don't need to do the um, no, the, the pop shots. Oh, uh, no, please don't. <laughs> we'll get suspended. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We've already had a very strange edit point in our previous episode with the statue of the Doctor that we can't talk about. <laughs> Mel, Mel now decides that she's going to investigate the rest of the ship, so she goes yeah. into the vents to try and find the Doctor. Why? Yes. Um, <laughs> Um, for no other reason than that's what she's been told to do in the script. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mangarians die because of some water, even though they drink tea. It's very odd. Yeah. And then a vervoid subdues um, another poor lab assistant, Spiny, yes. Spiny, Spike, Spike. Mm. And Mel brings... Um, uh, oh, the, um, yeah. And then suddenly the you get a little plot. You get a bit of plot reveal. <laughs> um, mm. a, a mask is taken off a Mangarian, isn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they're all dead, and dead. Um, and um, you realise that, um, the, and then the doctor reveals that um, mm-hmm. one of the Mengarians wasn't a Mengarian because every time they speak, they touch their translator, mm-hmm. and you'll notice in this evidence that he was taught, gabbing away, and he didn't talk <laughs> his, didn't also, touch his the, translator. Um, the pulverizer operative has a little, like in a scene that bears no relevance to anything, has a little fight with a vervoid, yeah. well, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> and then gets yeah. killed. And I don't yeah. know that guy's he name. Takes, he takes it with him, though. So that's hero. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's yes. nice. Mm. Yes, absolutely. 
Um, and then so the so the scientist has revealed his intentions um, um, that um, what 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 they were going to do is they were going to because yeah basically the scientist who lost it was not the traitor mm. it was the other guy wasn't it he's it was, the yeah. one who's behind it all trying to double cross mm-hmm. Lasky and everyone he mm-hmm. wants to bring the Vervoys back to earth well the doctor and, tricks him, and use he? them as slave labor but yeah he's being double crossed by the doctor because he takes yeah. his, he he basically get, earns his trust and says. I yeah. think it's the professor. Let's go and have a look at her stuff. Yeah. Why don't we go into a little room and mm. you can hold a gun at me? And he's mm. like, ah, the perfect moment. <laughs> so then he goes, so this is the moment, Mr. Bond, where I reveal what this film is about. And he goes, ha, 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 ha. Mm. And then the doctor goes, ha, 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 ha. I ate the gun. Sorry, I disarmed the gun. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. a bit, I like to think the, the writers of Die Hard are watching this bit and are like, ah. <laughs> we can use that in Die Hard. Yeah, yeah that's fun. And then, and then, so um, he says, "I'll take the vervoids back, free slave labor." And you know, the doctor should then go, "But, yeah, but you've tried this before. Look what happened to the monoids." Oh, sorry. Um, you know, <laughs> it's all happened before. And then mm. the doctor does a lovely thing, which is really nice. He sort of defends the vervoids and mm. goes, "It's not yeah. what they're doing. It's not their fault. They are animalistic. They are brutal." killing machines they are only acting instinctually they're just doing what they can to survive yeah. and you think oh good on him and then he of course a bit later on he destroys everything. he kills all of them <laughs> he, he, he destroys the says, entire race <laughs> he says to mel you know in your house in peas pottage and suddenly you're like okay never met mel before she lives in peas pottage mm-hmm. good to know right. that is <laughs> the one place the doctor will never go to it's got the word peas in it yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> so the doctor defends them and goes, look, it's their instinct. It's their genetic behavior. You know, they can't help what yeah. they do. Um, and then decides to um, exterminate the entire Vervoid's life cycle by going, oh, it, doesn't this ship have a consignment of Venesium on board? Yeah, and they yeah. All go, yes, it does. And the doctor goes, I reckon that I've never met the Vervoids before. I know what they are, but I think Venesium will destroy them. And nobody questions that. No, and that's absolutely fine. Spring, so summer, autumn, awesome winter, all in one, all in one yes, go. Yes, all mm. in one go. And then Mel does some more screaming for just no reason at all. <laughs> she just does some yeah. out of context screaming. You can hear her anywhere where you are on the Hyperion. <laughs> He suddenly goes, the Vionesium, Mel! That bit. And it it still takes her a couple of minutes to use it as well. (laughs) Going through a scream cycle. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And the Doctor throws the Vionesium at the Vervoids, who then turn into little autumn corpses. They're all... It's quite sad. It is sad. It's not their Um, bloody fault. And then he picks it up in his hand and you see it disintegrate in his palm. Yeah, very, very, So moving. So moving. The vervoids have been destroyed. All the double crosses have got their comeuppance. The Hyperion Mm -hmm. 3 is now going back on its journey. Um, And um, the Doctor is um, basically absolutely guilty of genocide. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no no question, is there? Yeah. So um, the Doctor and Mel do their usual. They sort of go, we'll just have a little uh, slip away. They just disappear, don't they? Just... Bye bye, we're mm-hmm. done. Yeah, Cheerio. yeah, yeah. Cheerio. And then obviously we don't see the scene where they're back in the TARDIS, where obviously Mel's just literally like screaming at him on the floor. You <laughs> fat bastard! You fat bastard! And he's crying. <laughs> anyway, you don't you, you don't see that. Um, what's weird is ba- that the the story ends on a on a sort of joke. As as a normal Doctor Who story would, she says, "Have you ever heard his rendition of On with the Motley?" Oh god! And then he starts singing, <laughs> and then it cuts like, and it's all like jubilant, and he's singing, and it's funny, and then they come back to the trial room and everyone's really angry yeah. and you're like oh he misjudged that didn't he then the Valiard says accuses him of genocide because he's heard yeah. him sing yeah. <laughs> you murdered that song Doctor. Yeah. <laughs> 
fucking murdered that you did so that's it that's the end of it because you are a genocidal maniac doctor because that's the thing because he points out if I hadn't have destroyed them they'd have (laughs) destroyed the earth and if you're from Gallifrey you'd have gone so yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah, stop hanging around earth all the time yeah we're obsessed with it leave Um, them alone for god's sake I mean, there's also there there's, there's bits that the that the doctor leaves in this story that the the trial are watching that I can't believe Stephen like when he walks into an empty room and says, "Is there anybody there?" said the traveller, yes. and I was like, yes, "Oh God, I know, that's I so know, I, know, <laughs> I hate that I so much." <laughs> yeah, it's 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 very odd, isn't it? It's, it um, is. Can you oh. watch this story without ever having any of the um, Matrix stuff on Gallifrey? Or yeah, on the not? Blu-ray. On the um, Blu-ray, you can. So you just know. watch it as a standalone. Oh, really? I believe so, because a lot of people have asked me if um, you have I watched the version without the trial. So ah, does that mean they leave in the bit where the Doctor smashes up the communications <laughs> thing? <laughs> That's never explained. There's just a subtitle that says he didn't do this. <laughs> this didn't happen. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> Sir, not appearing in this film. Yeah. <laughs> Satire, satire. Yeah, I'll have to, I've got the Blu-ray, so I'll have to go and have a look. Um, okay. It'd be so funny if there were just bits here, like, this, this isn't true, this didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, Fake news. Must, yeah, <laughs> so you can watch. Because mm. if you watch the Mysterious Planet, Mysterious Planet, there are bits where um, there's literally bits that are, like, bleeped out by the Matrix, which mm. is very strange. Then in, in Mind Warp, Perry dies, and then, so if you just watch Mysterious Planet, Mind Warp, and then Terror of the Vervoids, you just think it's the word like three of the weirdest stories ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Perry just got murdered. Okay, okay, moving, yeah. moving on. <laughs> Very odd. So, mm. um, what well, uh, we need to score this mm. uh, cure, cure its egg? Yeah. <laughs> what a hundred? Uh, dearie me, hundred oh. towels. A hundred towels. Hundred towels being pulverized. Hundred oh. pulverized towels. Yeah. <laughs> well, as I, as I say, I'm going to repeat what I said right, right at the beginning. This should have been an adventure that they mentioned that they had. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't have to see it. But yeah. saying that, I chose it for. I did choose this one genuinely because I wanted to just see the vervoids again. Mm. Oh yeah. Because um, I remember when I watched it in '88 that I found them really like. Ooh. Mm. I thought they were cool. I was 14, 15, so I was like, "This is perfect for me." I just nice. loved it. Um, and I was probably watching the tri- Trial of the Time Lord avidly, thinking this is amazing that yeah. they're oh, yeah. seeding, seeding this into it as well. Blimey. You know, I just thought that was all clever. It's now only in retrospect when I've re-looked at it that I've... Ju- it's so weird. I didn't loathe it, mm. and I didn't like it. I laughed all the time, and then I felt like I never laughed once. I just don't <laughs> know what my feelings are towards it. Yeah, I, yeah. It was just all very... It was like a f- weird, fevery dream. That, um, did, did I dream that, or did I just watch that? <laughs> I don't... It felt like it was nine episodes. It felt like it happened in two minutes. I <laughs> it's really hard for me to grab onto anything solid with it. Um, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very odd. But I think um, the thing that I like about it most mm. is I love the Vervoids. I like the fact that they don't have a particular plan other than to just go somewhere and just exist if they can. Yeah. It's just that in doing that, they'll kill everyone, but it's not their fault. <laughs> I kind of don't mind that. And I think Colin Baker's brilliant. Mm. Mm. Yes. I think he's really good in it. Mm-hmm. He's got good energy in it. and, um, and uh, But then it also has um, a ship run by OAPs. And <laughs> Mel is really rude and cruel to the Doctor. And it's I'm like, very oh, mean. God. And I immediately go, oh, God, you're here. Oh, fuck. And it's, it's not Bonnie's fault, but it's also her fault. So yeah. um, I'm going to give it, because I don't know whether I liked it or not, I'm going to give it a 50. 50? Okay. Yeah, I'm giving it a 50. 
That's all it can nice. be. It's, it was neither that or that. It can't go yeah. one under or one over for me. It was right down the middle, 50. Mm, okay. Nice. Uh, John? Uh, <clears throat> I would say that I really enjoyed this. Yay! I must have been in the mood for it or something, but there's something about Colin that I love. Yeah. I really love... I, I want more Colin in his episodes because he's just brilliant on screen. Mm. And this one, as Paul says, he's brilliant. Yeah. Um, I liked the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked the trial, jumping in every now and then. I think it's really interesting. And mm-hmm. it's made me want to go back and watch it all. Yeah. Um, so I, I just really liked it. I liked the plot and I liked everybody in it. It's silly. You expect that from this era, but it, it is. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give it 70. Oh, hello. Nice. Mm. Um, lovely stuff. Write that down. Okay. I would say I think Terror of the Vervoids, of the three stories of the trial, of the trial sort of arc, mm. yeah. uh, Terror of the Vervoids, I think, is my favorite. I mm. find Mysterious Planet a bit of a bit of a slog yeah um and mind warp is just sort of leaves a bit of a bitter taste in the mouth because mm. it's quite a, a nasty episode all round yeah. mind warp yeah. um and the ultimate foe is sort of a bit bizarre so i, I really like um terror of the vervoids and it is i know what you mean it's weird that they evoke kind of agatha christie and they talk about someone becoming a murderer and i'm still not 100 percent sure who the murderer was or who no, got murdered no. <laughs> um, mm. obviously the vervoids um, murder people but there is meant to be an actual killer human right and also I got yeah. so confused, I thought, have the vervoids been created by people? That's why that woman's yeah. half woman. Uh, or have the vervoids done that? And, or have she... Uh, uh, who's responsible <laughs> for I think the they vervoids? say that she got some sort of contamination. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, it's very strange, but no, I, I think it's very, very watchable. And I think, you know, when I, with the VHSs, I will always watch, if, if I'm just going to watch one, I think I'll watch Vervoids of the Trial Era. Mm, so right. I'm going to, I'm going to give it 72. Oh, oh nice. nice. Um, That's right. so That's a very respectable. It's 192, respectable. <laughs> 192 pulverized towels. Pulverized <laughs> towels. And also, I really like the Mengarians or Mengorians. Or yes. Yeah, they look good. I like it when there's other species knocking around that's mm. part of a story that isn't the main thrust of the story. And they're mm. really angry and hit trays when they come near them. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's one. They're, they're, re- they're really whiny, officious little men, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah about everything. That's brilliant. What was Hallett there talking to the uh, the Bengarians about when he was pretending to be one? Was he like, <laughs> they were just like chatting and he was like, oh yeah, it's a nightmare, isn't it, that you can't have water Maybe they're just bitching and moaning like we're first class or we get his bloody tea every fucking yeah. day. <laughs> Must have been a 15 pound cruise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a luxury 15 pound cruise. Did we have correspondence, John? We certainly did. Yay. <clears throat> ben Thomas says, I think this is a personal agenda of Ben's here. Right. Um, <laughs> okay, Ben, what are you Terror saying? of the Vervoids. Yes. What do you get if you cross a cunt and a bellend? God, Jesus. Oh. No, Bonnie, it's a Vervoid. And that's not a very nice thing to say. Colin's trying his best. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. No, of course, I'm not still bitter about Colin blocking me on Twitter. What a suggestion. Well, he's not going to bad you now, is he? No, I doubt I'm missing much. He's probably still gassing on about Brexit and the metric system. The distended old bollock. That is the no. views of Ben Thomas and not yeah. here. We, we love Colin. We love Colin. Yeah, uh, Greg. I know, I know I know we mock him all the time. Mm. We do. It's, we it, it's from affection. We love him dearly. It absolutely uh, is. Greg Newport says, The Vervoids look like something from an Amsterdam party trick that required an A&E visit to remove. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> 
Uh, Andy Elliott says, which fervoids? The one with that has random scenes of the OXO trial thwacked in, or the wonderful trial-free extended version that shows how wrong Chibnall, whose own failings as a writer have been laid out bare oh, over the God. last two series, was about Pip and James. Oh, my James. God, this is <laughs> so much yeah. vitriol in our yeah. correspondence. Who would have thought the fervoids would have opened up such vitriol? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would say as well that actually the trial... I, I, I like the trial series. I, do. I think yeah, I think it's I think it's very strong. Right. So I, I wouldn't say that the Oxo trial is necessarily random in that yeah. case. It's just <laughs> watching this in isolation, I guess it's better to just watch the show. I don't know. I, don't yeah. know. I, I think the trial conceit is a really good idea. It's a brilliant yeah. idea. Brilliant it's fun. Idea. It's really fun. Yeah. Um, Tim Smith says, I like the part in Vervoids where Six complains that the footage has been edited to make him look shitty by ignoring a piece of evidence. Mate, be thankful they're not showing you Choke Perry or anything you did in I'm a Celebrity get me out of here. <laughs> I mean, Choking Perry is fair enough. Like, that is pretty damning. Uh, Becky says, Terror of the Vervoids are whodunit in space with veggie, ve- veg- veggie vages for aliens. Oh, God. Uh, there's a hidden message in here somewhere and I hope that we never find out what it is. Mm-hmm. Andrew says, Terror of the Vervoids, absolutely terrible bad, but probably still the most fun of the trial of the time lord trilogy yeah. worth it for the pure hatred colin displays for mel even in their first meeting well that's fine because he, yeah. he, he he's allowed to do that she fat yeah. shames him immediately <laughs> uh, mr ox says the target novelization cover had a close-up vervoid face he attached i remember my dad's <laughs> initial shock and asking me what the hell i was reading <laughs> 10 year old me had no idea what it looked like dad said you'll understand in a few years <laughs> all right son is it this, this is such a thing is it because everyone has mentioned a different rudy part to, to do with vervoids <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter what what you you look at them and people see like a fanny or a bum or a willy it's just mm. whatever the vervoids are they're just Disgusting and poorly. It's a raw shark of, uh, of yeah, yes, of poorly, well, isn't it? <laughs> this comment proves it because Tom oh. Tom Riley Tom Riley says, um, "I always thought that vervoids looked like the top of a gentleman's love sausage rather than anything <laughs> yes, else." <that's> <laughs> there you go. There you go. And that is oh, hang on, one more from Darren oh. Mackey. Terror of the vervoids. As much as I like the overall vervoid design, it's very unfortunate that they managed to simultaneously look like a make him look like a fanny and a bellend. <laughs> something for everyone in the something voids. for everybody there, there so there is. you go there we um, go that's terror the vervoids how much wow. how much of that uh, podcast is going to go out i think this could be like a, a 15 minute one isn't it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe edit but that was a lot of fun yeah it was a lot of fun we had, we yeah. had a lot of fun that's all that matters so yeah, thank you exactly. guys for uh, joining mm. me on this journey of terror the vervoids um uh, we'll be back with another uh, wheezing next week. It'll be John's choice. Um, as ever, Yay. please put your comments to wheezing pod. I always forget. Is that right? Yep. At wheezing know. pod. I'm always surprised when I get it right. Um, <laughs> and um, thank you so much for listening. This has been a joy as ever. And we'll be back with another random adventure next week. So until then, goodbye from the Hyperion 3. Goodbye. And I thought I could hear the curious tone of the cornet, clarinet, and big trombone, fiddle, cello, big bass drum, bassoon, flute, and euphonium. Far away, as in a trance, I heard the sound of the floral dance. (laughs) 
As I walked home on a summer night When stars in heaven were shining bright Far away from the footlights glare Into the sweet and scented air Of a quaint old Cornish town Born from afar on a gentle breeze Joining the murmur of summer seas Distant tones of an old world dance Played by the village band Perchance on the calmer came Hi, I'm Keza McDonald. And I'm Ellie Gibson. And this is our new show, Extra Life. It's basically us talking to funny people about video games. When I was a kid, it was Grand Theft Auto. There's Sinclair ZX Spectrum. We talk about the games people remember from when they were kids and what they're playing now. Guitar Hero. The Last of Us 2. Combat on the Atari 2600. No, I love Pokemon. Anyway, find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Extra Life. GreatBigOwl.com